Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Six minutes past eight. Normally we'd roll the questions without notice, sting us straight out of the Let's open there, it. Tim. But we've got a little few things to just to, to clear up here. Now, uh, Justin's texting before New Sport and Weather, and it's backfired uh, on him. And he's embarrassed himself. <laughs> he's embarrassed himself. Just to repeat, he said, Brent, I now understand why Warren from Chemist Warehouse keeps giving Paney the colognes. He doesn't use deodorant, certainly didn't in Launceston. You've gone to Justin's door that morning to ask for some deodorant, yep. which you forgot to take. Which I did. That's okay. Happens. That happens. He said, yeah, no worries, and come out the door with a roll-on deodorant. He did. Hand it to you. So I'm not sure what's worse. The fact that he uses roll-on deodorant or the fact that he expected me to use it after he had used it. I mean, what? what? Oh, I've got nothing. What is the... What's the word? What's the thing over here? Like hygiene? Oh, yeah, I want to know from Ellie. Like, <laughs> oh. who? One, what? You'd never give that to someone else, and two, you're certainly not using someone else's roll on. <laughs> and if you do, oh, you got. Please text us in. Let problems. us know what you think about using roll on deodorant as a bloke. Someone else's too. So one, do you use it? Yeah. And if you do, you're not do borrowing you someone else's. You're not sharing. Oh four three seven double five two five three five is our text line. I did Kick not is- know you could buy it. Kicker's text in here, Tim. Nothing wrong with roll-on deodorant. That's all I've ever used. Sharing it won't kill you either. Great stuff. Okay. Maybe how we're, old's Kicker? Maybe we're out of the loop here. How old's Kicker? I'm going to say he's Kicker, let 45 us know how old plus. You are. 40 plus, yeah. yeah. Let us know, Kicker. This Hamish is the only guy that's under 25 I know that would use roll-on. <laughs> now we've cleared that up. Let's hit the sting for questions without notice, please. On SEN Tassie Breakfast... Questions without notice. I'm not sure if I can regroup after that, Tim. I don't know how the rest of the morning's going to go. Um, we're doing it thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. You can have the new ball today. Breno, who is the Jack Jumpers' leading MVP candidate? Milton Doyle or Jordan Crawford? Oh, it's early call, Tim. But uh, to this point, it'd be Milt. Gee, Jordan's coming along. What are their numbers? Train. I probably should have checked that. I've got the NBL app now. Milt is not only leading the Jack Jumpers MVP, he's leading the league MVP at the moment. Right. So, but, yeah, gee, Where, Jordan. Is that on there? Is there like a... Yeah, well, uh, there would be somewhere on the app, no doubt. But we haven't got time for that, Tim. Let's go to the next question. If David Warner keeps this current form up and helps Australia make a deep tournament run, where would he rank among Australia's all-time ODI batters? I would say, regardless of whether he keeps his current form up, he's at the top. Very top. Yep. I would say he is, what's that say, ODI batters. I would say he is the best white ball batter Australia's ever had. Yep. Ever. And and I'm putting him very, very close to the top ODI batter as well. I don't think there'd be too many batters that would average more in one-day international cricket than David Warner. Yep. I'd say there's probably one or two. And I know that one of them's Mike Hussey, who batted down the order for a lot. So he'd have more not outs. So his average is likely to be high. But I think David Warner's played like 150-something. He scored about 6,000 ODL runs, 6,500, I reckon. Ricky Ponting scored like 13, but he played 370. So he's played more than double the yeah. games. Yep. He averaged about 41. David Warner's averaging about 45, 46 as we speak. And I would imagine of all the people on that top 
run scorers list, barring maybe an Aaron Finch, his strike rate would be far superior. Yep. Best well, white ball batter we've had. Whew. Big. Top of the tree. Hard to argue, though. Top of the tree. Okay. Breno, if you had to take one player from another NBL team and add them to this current Jack Jumpers squad, who would it be? Uh, and in brackets, because Hamish wrote this question, obviously, not me, there's no catch in terms of having to get rid of a player from Tasmania. So you can just pluck one okay. and throw him in. That's nice. Um, what do we need? Oh, nothing. I, need to just get a good be- bench guy. Come well, and fill right. up our drink bottles. Exactly. I'd probably look at, obviously we're not changing the, the backcourt because Milton Crawford are the two best players in the comp right now. Um, I'd probably look at someone like a Luke Travers from United or Keanu Pinder from Perth. Plays One of those position? two. Oh, that forward type role. Right, who plays that for us? Well, in the starting five at the moment, Probably Anthony Drimmick could right. take his spot potentially, but he's Costello, been good too. He's been Sachs Drimmick. That's not okay. true. Good. That is Thank not you, true Brent. at all. Well, we won't be getting him in he's the studio, done a, will we? Just, he's done, we just wiped him clean out of the team. Him. He's you. done a magnificent job big, answering. I'm a big fan of his work. Answering your question, uh, and he's been a big part of our success. He's, as we said, I've pumped him up a couple of times already, saying he brings that um, bit of grunt to the. To the starting five and wasn't it his best last night? Start of the game, I didn't think. And I'm no yeah. savant. He but just he wasn't. He's not going to be good every That's game. Right. Right. No, no, absolutely not. Um, okay, next question for you. You said to the great Jamie Cox on X. Oh, Jimbo, what avid li- listener all it. the way from London? Love if it. you don't mind, love it. That you want to see a full draft slash auction in the BBL. Can you elaborate on this? How it would work and how you would implement it? Oh, that's it. a tough question. Straight off. Without notice to answer, well, that's a, that's I said tip. to Jamie, if you read out the X that I posted in a conversation with him, I said, yes, Jake, we were both in agreement. It needs some work. I said, I would do some thinking and come back with something. So I haven't done that thinking in the last two days. Okay. But what if I was going straight from my head, I could be wrong, but I think now BBL clubs sign marquee players. I don't, I don't know if they've been announced or whatever, but I think there's something like, I would go down the track of something like the IPL, where every three years or four years, depending on the cycle, whatever you want it to be, you can retain four or five players. Yep. Everyone else back into a draft or an auction, and then we'd have a bit of movement and there'd be a bit more happening. It'd bring trade week into it. I would do something along those lines. I don't think it will ever get off the ground because I don't think the ACA Cricketers Association will allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think for the competition to grow and to be more content around it and to have it, you know, at the moment, the Big Bash is a six-week tournament and we talk about it for about eight. We want to build that. And to, a way to do that is to have an auction or a draft and players being put onto retention lists or others being dropped off. It gives you something to talk about. Yeah. Keeps you in the, in the media in front of the fans. So that I'd go down... Something like those lines, but I don't think we'd, we'd get it across through the ACA because... Just, you're all too precious, is that what you say? Well, well, I was one of them, yes. But I think I think we could get there, but we'll wait and see. Okay. The ACA's got other things on their hands at the moment, Brent, like giving money to the netball to sort them out. But anyway, we'll get on That's to a story it. for another day. <laughs> Your hit, Tim? Oh, I'm lost after that. <laughs> Uh, Breno, was Grace Harris hitting a six with a broken bat the greatest moment in the history of the WBBL? Did you see that yesterday? 
greatest moment. Yeah, I did say it. Yeah, absolutely. Her innings was up there with one of the greatest moments. Yeah. A whole high score, wasn't it? She absolutely smacks well, him. Probably has to be because you got that moment and you got the high score. Combined. It went for six, though. Yeah, amazing. The bat snapped in half amazing. and it still went for six. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it probably would be. Probably would be the greatest moment. I, I still remember really fondly Corinne Hall's run chase in one of those games early in the Hurricanes' life. That was really pretty cool. But no, as far as the competition as a whole goes, yes. It's uh, got the most play, hasn't it? Probably that and Hillsow getting bitten by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Two biggest stories out of the BBL. I've got another one. BBL. I've got another one here. I, I think I'd like to put this one on, on hold, though, and ask you about it a bit more in depth. It's following Joel Smith and Elijah Holland's news last week, how stringent were some of the sport integrity rules and tests you had to follow during your career. I think we could expand on that. We've only got a short time uh, here. So can we come back to that? What the rules? Can yeah, well, you can. It's not much to it. Okay. It oh. was stringent. At times, it was. At times, I was in a pool where I would have to give water a location 365 days a year. If they asked or you just had to tell them? had to fill it out in advance. Right. I would have to give them one hour every day. Where you'd be in the same spot. Where I would be. Really? And it could be anywhere. In the world. It, was, it was obviously easier then, though, when you were playing for Australia because you were on the road for probably nine months. Yeah. So you could just literally, you'd, you'd work closely with your team manager and your manager and just f- feed through the schedule of where we were. And it literally has your days mapped out. Eight o'clock, you're at breakfast. 9.30, you're at massage. 10, you're at, tr- you know, like literally mm. every minute of the day is mm-hmm. accounted for. So you'd have to give them a, an hour. And then for your time when you're at home, most people would just say 5 a.m. till 6 a.m. Okay. I'll be at home. Yeah. And then if you went on a holiday or whatever, you'd just... Tell. Obviously, tell your manager who'd pass it on. That, and I think they just used to go online and you could just yeah, okay. adapt your schedule. But All right. they could knock on your door at any stage. All right, that is questions without notice. Thanks to Amare Safety, over 30 years of better brands and better service what about with the, the widest choice of PP. We have to come back to it, Tim. We've got too much to try and cram in this morning. I want to get to these texts. Hey, because stop winding us up, mate. The text here says, about, back to the uh, roll-on deodorant. Yep. Uh, text in here. That's really manky. That <laughs> Which is. sums Manky's up pretty well. Word. And Kicker Collins says he's 53 Told years you. old. And he says Rexona, the white one, is the best. Right, oh, there you so go. So you should go and is try it. Is it the same um, formula? Oh, Just no, like, no. what do they do? Put it in a fridge and f- mold it? Or how does it go from the spray on version to the roll on version? Warren, if you're listening, text in, please. Warren from Chemist Warehouse. We might have to get Woz on. I want to ask you this one. The okay, Brandon Bolton it, make it theme for quick, his defenders in the quick, grand quick, final. Quick, quick. Painted the defenders' fingernails. They had that sort of theme of, you know, a fingernail can make a difference and he wanted the polish to be worn off at the end of the game. Am, am I missing something in, local, in world sport these days? Why does everything have to be themed? And Well, didn't you have any themes when you were the skipper of yeah, a yeah, country? Yeah, we did. Do your job. Oh, that was the theme? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't oh, bring no, any I, I like it, but there's all this like storytelling and themes yeah. in modern sport. Like, what's what's wrong with just turning up and doing your job and having a bit of? So that was your motto as the captain. You no, know, it wasn't. Any... I made that up. But, <laughs> but it just seems to be everywhere at the moment. Yeah. Everything's a storyline, and everything's about relationships and connection and all that. I mean, it's the new world of coaching, the, Tim. You have to I embrace mean, it. It'll be you and a couple. The great of man time. who just passed, Ron Barass. You didn't see much of that with him. You just get no. out there and do your job. You're getting paid to do it. Okay. Well, let's see what the strikers do in a couple of months' time. We're going to go with something. I might get some finger, <laughs> some nail polish. <laughs> Good one.
Uh, we're off to a break. On the other side of it, we're talking cricket with Amy Smith with Hurricanes at WBBL campaign starting last Friday in Launceston. That's after this here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.